Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2406 with the release date of Friday, December 8th, 2023 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. HamSci releases its first solar eclipse findings. AMSAT Canada arrives on the satellite scene and meet Newsline's international newsmaker for 2023. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2406 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline. Amateur Radio's independent, on-the-air news and bulletin service. And now reporting from Valparaiso, Indiana, here's Paul Brown, WD9GCO. Our top story this week comes to us from the citizen science effort known as HamSci. It's groundbreaking ionospheric research during the October 14th annual solar eclipse has already begun to yield the first of many new insights. Patrick Clark, K8TAC, brings us the details. If you participated in the solar eclipse CUSO party this past autumn, yours is among the 300 logs that are helping yield data for the HamSci team led by Nathaniel Fizel, W2NAF. The QSO party helped flush out the overall picture, along with data collection from more than 7 million spots on the air and a variety of experiments to study the solar eclipse's effects on the ionosphere. As HamSci prepares for another QSO party and more observations during the total solar eclipse over North America on April the 8th, the team has released its earliest findings from October. The detailed technical document contains a variety of charts and graphic elements that expand on these observations. Please visit our website, arnewsline.org, and click on the tab that says Extra. You will find the full illustrated document there, HamSci provided to Newsline. This is Patrick Clark, K8TAC. The FCC has issued warnings to landowners for what the agency says is their support of radio piracy in Boston. Andy Morrison, K9AWM, has that story. In the U.S., landowners in Boston, Massachusetts, have received nine warnings and the threat of more than $2 million in fines from the Federal Communications Commission for permitting illegal radio broadcasts on their premises. This is the latest action taken on December 1st to be taken under the three-year-old Pirate Act, which stands for Preventing Illegal Radio Abuse Through Enforcement. The act gives the FCC the power to impose fines of up to $2 million if the broadcasts continue. The agency also has the power to seize equipment. As a number of media outlets, including RadioWorld.com, have reported, the FCC has no further ability to act against the illegal stations and has no responsibility for collecting the actual fines. This is the purview of the U.S. Department of Justice, which is also responsible for fines imposed in the cases of violent crimes and drug cases. In a November 24th story on Radio World's website, an FCC representative said, quote, We do not release non-public information about our ongoing investigations, which include whether a forfeiture is paid or not, end quote. This is Andy Morrison, K9AWM. Canada has taken an important first formal step towards supporting and developing the growth of amateur radio in space through the incorporation of a nonprofit membership based organization, AMSAT CA. AMSAT CA's first venture will be a European and Canadian geosynchronous amateur radio satellite over the North Atlantic. 
a future venture proposed by the European Space Agency. A technical group is being assembled to present a Canadian position paper for the project. MSAT-CA's website is still under development, but visitors to MSAT.ca can view a video from Frank Zeppenfeldt, PD0AP, of the ESA at the AMSAT-UK colloquium, describing the geostationary microwave amateur payload proposal. Congratulations to all the men and women in space and all the students and educators who have connected with them over the years. In November, Amateur Radio Communications Between Space and the Earth marked its 40th year. These dialogues began in 1983 with the program known as the Shuttle Amateur Radio Experiment, or CEREX. CEREX was replaced in the year 2000 by Amateur Radio on the International Space Station. According to NASA, these high-flying QSOs have touched people in 49 U.S. states, 63 nations, and every continent, drawing a participation of more than 1 million students, opening up the world of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics to them. Hams in Ireland, who are seeking their harmonized amateur radio examination certificate, have a new resource to turn to, as Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, tells us. The Irish Radio Transmitter Society has published its newest study guide for the Irish HAREC exam syllabus, covering technology regulations and radio theory. The free 400-page guide is available as a downloadable PDF and is considered to be comprehensive with more than 450 footnotes to assist with learning. Even hams who already have the licence may find the publication useful in helping to update their knowledge of antenna safety or SDR technology. The guide is designed for those who prefer self-study, but it's also compatible with use in classroom lessons. The IRTS expressed its thanks to Rafal, EI6LA, and members of the National Shortwave Listeners Club, among the many other authors. To download the 25 megabyte file, see the link in the text version of this week's newscast at arnewsline.org. Hams need to be effective communicators. Not just with other hams, but often with their neighbors. The ARRL's RF Safety Committee, the Swedish Society of Radio Amateurs, the Radio Society of Great Britain, and the Irish Radio Transmitter Society have developed guidelines to help hams address neighbors' concerns about RF exposure from their stations. The ARRL's chairman of RF Safety Committee, Greg Lappin, N9GL, announced the availability of the guidelines in a downloadable PDF from the website. In making the guidelines available, Greg urged hams to perform exposure assessments for their stations to ensure they comply with the FCC's RF exposure regulations. Find a link to the downloadable PDF in the text version of this week's newscast at arnewsline.org. Is it lonely at the top for some YLs? Well, maybe that might be true a little bit in soda, but one YL in Illinois hopes to get more YLs involved in the awards scheme that has activators hiking and climbing to their destination. Paula, K9IR, is a proud mountain goat in the SOTA award scheme. Three years ago, she had a tally of 1,000 points earned from more than 150 summit activations, qualifying her for the award. Two years later, she achieved her second mountain goat designation. It shows her commitment to traveling to recognize summits, 
and it shows her effectiveness achieving the required number of contacts to qualify a summit. Writing on the SOTA reflector, Paula announced recently that a number of events are planned for the coming year that focus specifically on YLs. She is reaching out to YLs who are activating summits now or have an interest in trying it out. She announced that a survey will be going out shortly to find out what events in particular would get more YLs into SOTA, with the hope of re-engaging those YLs who are no longer active or not active yet. As she says on her page on QRZ.com, with its combination of radio operating and outdoor activity, SOTA can be considered a biathlon for geeks. And as we know, the winter biathlon season is just starting. This is Selembi, KB3TZD. Grants for scholarships, ham radio clubs, and technology classroom teachers are available in excess of $2.1 million as a result of combined funding from the Amateur Radio Digital Communications and the ARRL Foundation. The grant program, which is known as the ARDC Scholarship at the ARRL Foundation, is expected to create more than 200 scholarships during the next three years, providing sums of between $5,000 and $25,000 for higher education. The program has supported nearly 100 scholarships since it was created three years ago. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the KB9 LPP repeater in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, on Saturdays. The repeater is DMR-enabled on the Brandmeister network. When you get your amateur license, it's been said that you've gotten your ticket. But what does it mean if you receive a golden ticket? Well, one ham in Minnesota has organized a special event station that answers the question. Ken Peterson, KC0DGY, tells us what it's all about. It's no accident Shane Manzera's vanity call sign is W0NKA. He's a diehard fan of the 1971 movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, in which golden tickets provide five children with admission to a place of magic and unending supplies of chocolate. Since then, Shane hasn't lost his taste for chocolate or the storyline. So as Warner Brothers releases the prequel to theaters... Shane and two friends, Brian, KB9TBB, and Dan, KD9OIV, are going on the air, calling QRZ using SSB and FT8 on the 15th, 16th, and 17th of December. Work them, or send a shortwave listener's report, if you include a stamped, self-addressed envelope and a fee to cover the printing costs, you'll be getting a golden ticket, a shiny QSL card that Shane designed to look like the ticket in the original movie. See his page on QRZ.com for details. Best of all, this trio of activators will operate in a park, in addition to their home QTH. So contacts made during the daytime will count towards credit for parks on the air. Of course, daytime contacts will leave you free at night to go and see the movie. Now that's a sweet deal. This is Kent Peterson, KC0, DGY. There is hope for improved radio communication in a region of India that has long been plagued by cyclones. Jason Daniels, VK2LAW explains. Authorities in a cyclone-prone region of India are hoping to set up an amateur radio station on a remote island in the Sundarbans region, which is particularly hard hit by cyclones each year. Permanent stations have already been established in two area locations, Gangasagar Island and Gosaba. The third area station would be installed on Masuni Island on a trial basis. 
Disaster management officials told local media that the station could become eligible for permanent status depending on the consistency and quality of radio signals to and from the island. Hams at these stations in the Sundaban Delta would be connecting directly with state administrators during disasters. In mid-November, hams tested propagation on Masuni Island using HF and VHF radios. The West Bengal Radio Club and the Indian Academy of Communication and Disaster Management oversaw the trial operation, which was conducted as a two-day de-expedition to the island with a special call sign AT23JCB. This is Jason Daniels, VK2LAW. Do you want to telegraph your support of the World Radio Sport Team Championship, which will be held in England in 2026? Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, tells us how. You don't have to be a CW operator to support WRTC 2026, but it helps, especially if you want to become the owner of one of the limited edition paddles designed for the event organisers by Philippe Lobsch, CT1ILT. Each key sold in this limited edition design will have its own unique serial number. Display it in your shack, or better still, use it on the air during the event in July of 2026, as 50 qualifying teams arrive in the UK to represent their home countries in what is viewed as the Olympics of amateur radio. This is Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. In the world of DX... The Christmas station, PA23XMAS, leads a group of stations on the air from the Netherlands until the 31st of December. Certificates will take the place of QSL cards for anyone who works at least two of the stations. Other stations operating include PD23 Santa, PH23XMAS, PH23HNY, and PD24HNY. The two stations with the HNY suffix will remain on the air until the 24th of January. Shortwave listeners may also send in their reports. CQRZ.com for details. Also in the holiday spirit, members of Radio Club Lira, EA5RCL, based in Valencia, Spain, are on the air as EH5XMAS for the holiday season, ending on the 7th of January. CQRZ.com for QSL details. Be listening as well for the popular 12 Days of Christmas special event from December 14th through the 25th, featuring stations from the U.S. and Canada. If you plan on working stations in Bermuda, be aware that the Radio Society of Bermuda is discontinuing its QSL Bureau service on December 31st, 2024 for the VP9 stations. Service will be phased out during the year ahead. For our final story, we have an awards presentation. The Amateur Radio Newsline International Newsmaker of the Year Award celebrates a clever and creative innovator in this its fifth year. She is YL Raisa R1BIG slash OH7BG. Through social media and various websites, she has given the world a window into what it means to struggle and grow as a ham. Newsline's editor, Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, spoke with her. Congratulations to Raisa Skrinikova, R1BIG, who began in 2018 to channel her enthusiasm and humor to show how a newly licensed ham learns to put up antennas, enter a contest, activate a soda summit, 
and handles some incredible pileups. Her blogs, live streams, and YouTube videos are a source of information and goodwill. Raisa told Newsline why she decided to put her own story in the spotlight. To uh, show step by step that it is not very difficult to get and to pass the exam, to make your own uh, equipment. You can also make your antenna yourself uh, and put it uh, and set set it uh, up yourself also. And uh, I try to do all these videos and uh, to show that it, the uh, ham radio hobby is not so difficult at and you can do small uh, and uh, simple steps and go uh, know uh, more and more information. Uh, why I like Ham Radio Hobby? Because uh, every day, every time, you need to learn something new. And this is the best thing, uh, I think. In 2021, Raisa advocated for greater friendship among the world's hams by taking another bold step. Building on the earlier work of two hams, she enlisted help from friends in different countries and assembled an easy-to-use interactive online practice guide offering commonly used QSO phrases in 11 different languages. It is so nice. You feel a very nice feeling when someone uh, talks a little bit in your uh, language. And I thought, oh, I would like to have uh, to know some phrases in the different languages and to say uh, some uh, good uh, hello, buongiorno, buonasera, and so on for the people and make them a little bit more happy. Her humor and her relentless optimism about ham radio's future have provided a bright spot by using the technology that is guiding the next generation's amateurs. I think that new technology and internet and social media will not kill the hobby. I think that they will help to the hobby because uh, we can use them for promoting the hobby, make this hobby more popular. And that is exactly what I try to do. We are proud of this year's international newsmaker, Raisa, R1BIG. I'm Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT. A past two-time Newsmaker Award winner, the West Bengal Radio Club in India, continues their exemplary work combining amateur radio with ongoing humanitarian efforts to reunite families and help save lives. Newsline felt that needed to recognize this club's ongoing work and has awarded ARN's first-ever special award to them. Long may they continue their great work. If this holiday season inspires you to feel a little bit like a poet, send us an amateur radio-related haiku and your creation just might be our pick of the week. Visit our website to learn more about the Amateur Radio Newsline Haiku Challenge and be sure to follow the rules for writing in correct haiku format. With thanks to Amateur Radio Daily, AMSAT Canada, the ARRL, the Central Coast ARC, CQ Magazine, David Behar, K7DB, the FCC, 425DX News, HAMSI, the Irish Radio Transmitters Society, KB6NU Blog, the Millennium Post, theprint.com, qrz.com, Radio World, Shane Manzara, W0NKA, shortwaveradio.de, the Soda Reflector, Wireless Institute of Australia, WRTC 2026, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. 
We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, nonprofit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operations. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. We also remind our listeners that if you like our newscasts, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you subscribe to us. For now, with Karen Eve Marie, KD2GUT at the News Desk in New York and our news team worldwide, I'm Paul Brown, WD9GCO in Valparaiso, Indiana, saying 73. As always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2023. All rights reserved.